This is Purple Radio On Demand. This is Purple Radio. Hello, I'm your DJ Bethany, and welcome to this special live episode from Without a Compass. Yay! Without a Compass is a podcast that centers around the interesting life of St. Shane students in Durham. And that's me. You asked how doing a live radio show for the first time feels like? Well, definitely wandering the wilderness without a compass. Fingers crossed this one hour will go as smoothly as I've had run it through my head yesterday. <laughs> without a compass is on Instagram and you can find us at underscore without a compass. That is underscore without a compass. All letters are lower cases. What you just heard is Mayday song 最好的一天 If translated into English, this basically means the best day. And Mayday is a Taiwanese rock band, which is my favorite band from Taiwan, and I only listen to their songs, basically. I chose this song to start Purple Radiothon because it's going to the best day, going to be the best day ever. Purple Radiothon is a fundraising event Purple Radio organized for wearside women in need. They support women and children fleeing domestic abuse. It will be a great chance to give back to the local community in Durham. And since Chinese New Year is just around the corner, which is next Tuesday, why not start your new Tiger Year by doing something good? You can donate through the link on Instagram page of Without a Compass. That is, at Without a Compass, you can access the link through our bio. You can also access the link through Purple Radiothon's official Instagram page. That is, at Purple underscore Radiothon. P-U-R-P-L-E underscore R-A-D-I-O-T-H-O-N. As you donate, we will be announcing how much money you have made so far live on air, and I'm very excited to see the numbers accelerate. Also, as always, you can send messages to us, but this time, we will be reading them out loud live on air. How cool is that? I'm very excited. You can send the messages both through Purple Radio's homepage, that is www.purpleradio.co.uk. Click on message. Uh, click on message the DJ and tell us what's on your mind. You can also send messages to Without a Compass on our Instagram page. This is Bethany, and I hope you're having a good morning so far. Welcome back to Without a Compass Radio Fun Special Episode. This is Bethany, and I'll be with you until 10 o'clock. What you just heard is Mayday's Press Distance. And I'm really, really happy to say that we've raised 600 pounds so far, and we've just been alive for 12 minutes. This is so very exciting. Thank you, everyone who's donated and who is listening right now. And I just got the first message from our listeners. Someone says, you guys sound great live. Well done so far. And thank you so much, whoever sent that in. Um, really, really proud to hear that because I've never done any live radio show before. And so that is very reassuring that I'm doing great so far. Another listener sent in a message. Um, how would you describe the atmosphere in England compared to with Taiwan? How does it make you feel to walk around? And do you have any favorite English things, Englishy things that you do? I would say the atmosphere, because I just walk from South College to Maiden Castle here at 8.30, so it's, the air is really, really, was really, really crispy. And so I know you don't mean like atmosphere in like an 
really like a physical sense, but this is what I can think of right now. But generally, I think the academic atmosphere is a bit different. I think people are more focused here because they. I think people are more generally.、Um, how to put this? It's like you've been、um, from what I heard, you've been doing the pretty much three subjects from A levels. And then I think so because they are the things that you are actually interested in. And then after that, you go into university and you do the thing that you really, really want. And so I think that mo- that is a great motivation to channel your interest as well as focused. And how does it make you feel to walk around? Durham is a really beautiful city, everyone. It just makes it. And well, as long as it doesn't rain, it's very, very nice to walk around. <laughs> and I'm. A bit disappointed so far. I haven't seen much snow because it's not on my bucket list to make a snowman, like a gigantic one. So please, please, please let us know. <laughs> do you have any favorite Englishy things that you do? Well, I'm don't know if this is classified as Englishy things, but I've taken out drinking tea every morning now with sugar and milk. So. <laughs> That's probably an Englishy things.、Um, so I thought I could talk a bit about the song we I just played on the radio. So it was、uh, Mayday's Persistence, as I have said. Mayday is a Taiwanese rock band, and they have five members: a vocalist, two guitarists, a drummer, and a bassist.、Um, except the drummer, like apart from the dr- drummer, all four of them met. Uh, during high school, they were in a high school guitar club. Today, as you may have heard、um, uh, in our previous discussions, like from our podcast, the、um, club like activity is a huge part in both、um, high school and universities in Taiwan. So they took part in this guitar club in a high school in Taipei, and then decided to pursue a career in music. So they went on to do some music, like live shows, doing like singing and live houses and everything. And they really, really, when they started out, they really aren't that famous. But this is one of their sort of earlier, not earlier songs, but like express their message through the music really, really well. It's like、um, there's one bit of music that I really, really like. I'm gonna sing for you. <laughs> Hope this goes well. 我和我最后的倔强，握紧双手，绝对不放下。一站是不是天堂？就算失望，不能绝望。我和我骄傲的倔强，我在风中大声的唱。这一次，为自己疯狂，就这一次，我和我的倔强。So that's basically <laughs> the chorus bit. So what the lyrics mean is, "Me and my last persistence hold tight and never let go. Whether or not I reach my goal, I can fail, but I won't despair. Me and my only persistence, I sing proudly and once, unleashing myself just this once. Me and my persistence." During my time in Durham, this is a song that sort of got me going throughout those depressing phases where I really, really miss home, with being homesick, and I would <laughs> very embarrassing to say, but I would play this play this song 
when I was like when showering and I sing really loudly in the shower. <laughs> I just hope that nobody hears me except myself. But it's sort of a way. I think music has the sort of power that motivates you as well as、um, encourages you to go on, and especially like the music in your mother tongue. It just sort of has a more special place, especially in a foreign environment. It's like when you travel to a foreign country where everyone else around you speaks a foreign language, and you suddenly feel this alone, like very, very alone in a strange place, sort of feeling like an outcast. But then suddenly you hear this music from your hometown. And when the first guitar, like the tune of the guitar, just chimes, and you feel refreshed. So I think that's the music is one of definitely one of the things that kept me going when I felt homesick. But I'm really glad to say that I've made some great friends here, and that has kept me going as well. So um. If anyone out there listening just to go sort of relate to that, please send in messages to us. And、um, well, let's see. Let's check if we got any more messages, shall we? Um, no, we don't have any more messages, which is a bit sad. But um, let's see. That's well. Let's just say out loud again. You guys are messaged through the website www.purpleradio.co.uk on Message DJ, and through our Without a Compass bot,、um, Instagram page at underscore Without a Compass. Please send the messages so that I won't be <laughs> talking through myself for the whole hour. Um, let's play another song. This is Purple Radio. Welcome back to Without a Compass Radio Phone Special Live. This is Bethany, and how time flies from now. Twenty-three minutes into this live show, <laughs> I'm, I was—I have to admit—I'm a bit nervous because I, as I said, I've never done a radio show before. But I'm really happy to see that many of you have sent in messages. Just after my request, so what we just heard is "Fool" by Mayday. It's one of those songs that is written in Taiwanese. So in Taiwan, the,、um, uh, the mainly spoken language is Mandarin, Mandarin Chinese, and their dialects, like two main dialects, Taiwanese and Hakka. And I think Taiwanese has a more population than Hakka. And so these five members all then can speak Chinese, and I think among my generation, most people can still speak it. But <laughs> as I grew up in in Taipei, and it's quite a big city, and I'm really sad to say I don't really speak Chinese, and also because、um, my grandpa is from China, he's one of those soldiers who came、uh, to Taiwan during、um, the. Communist Party and the KMT Party in Taiwan's civil war. So, for those of you out there who don't know a bit much about Chinese history, which I assume is <laughs> mostly everyone,、uh, 
Um, so after the Second World War, the um, just now think with your insider head, think about China, think about the、um, landscape of China. <laughs> after the Second World War, the、um, KMT Party, which was the pardon, party in 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 power at that time, they went into a civil war with、uh, the Communist Party in China. And so this went on for eight years, I think. And then, well, you know, China is it's really big, and so the Communist Party has a lot of places to sort of ambush and then hide and then grow back into power. To so as the civil war go went on, the Communist Party loses lost more and more. Provinces, and so eventually they decided to withdraw to to restore to Taiwan, which was given back to China after the Second World War ended. Because、uh, from 1895 to 1945, Taiwan was under a Japanese regime, but after the Second World War, Taiwan was given back to China, and so they retreated to Taiwan. And they brought many, many soldiers with them, and so my grandpa was one of those people.、And、despite this being a well, a bit of complicated history, and given to the context now, the relationship with have Taiwan has with China, as one of the beautiful things that grown out of this complicated history background is. A type of village called Junzun. It's、um, sort of like a military village, because like you know, with all these soldiers, the government has to find somewhere to locate them, and they sort of circled the certain like grounds to build like houses on those grounds. It's a bit of、um, well, it's not great in terms of like cultural exchange, because you know the Taiwanese has. Chinese has been under Japanese regime for such a long time, and then it's sort of different from the, the they have sort of mingled with Japanese culture and Chinese culture and everything, and so they they there were conflicts between these two people. Of course, if you put them together, it wouldn't go that well. But then these the government came in and circled grounds to sort of had these soldiers and their families build houses in that ground. As so now you can see still see like、uh, the buildings that left during that time, and they are beautiful in their own way. And you could sort of see Chinese culture in them. And so I'd say that's one of the beautiful things that well, sort of originated from that period of history. Um, let's read some messages from you guys. Okay. Ooh, it's one of the listeners said, "It's the middle of the night here in America, but I wouldn't miss it. The stream for the world. Thank you. You're doing amazing, Bethany. Thank you. I'll put in a song request. Uh, 有些事现在不做一辈子都不会做了 which is one of my favorite Mayday songs. <laughs> Well, I'm a bit. I'm sad to say that's a bit of、uh, technical difficulty to put in song requests right now. I'm really, really sorry about this, but、um, I can sing a bit of that from my head for you. <laughs>、um, Make a pain fun to me, do something good. Without you, what is good? 会是哭的，或是加油。<笑> yeah. 
so I got a bit of the lyrics from there. I haven't like sang this song for quite a while, but I really like this song as well. Like the basic meaning of the title of the song is that some things you don't do it now, you'll never do it. Which is why, well, sort of answer the questions from our listeners. What is the、uh, amazing life so far? A nice place. I have a question too. What is it that you love most about podcasting? Well, just I had to say, it's something I feel like I wouldn't be doing if I don't do it now. Because、um, I think one thing I most love about podcasting is finding your own voice. So I could be like. <laughs> But I'm actually pretty shy in real life, so I don't know what that say about me. But、um, I'm just—I think podcasting is one of the ways that I find my voice. Is I find a platform. Like some people may be good with music, some people may be good with writing, some people may be good through acting. But I think podcasting and you know just radio is sort of my own voice. I talk freely on here because like there's no one around, just me and thin air. <laughs> I know that、like, you guys are out there listening, but it feels a bit different when you're not actually around me and. Another thing about podcasting I love is just how much. Just make me realize how much I can offer. I didn't realize because I'm. Not, I don't think I'm that much of a confident person to say. Oh, I'm confident about what I could give to this world, what I am willing to share, and everything. But I think one thing about podcasting that's made me realize is just. Well, I think this also has something to do with.、Um, Being in a cult, different culture context, it's like I didn't realize how much Chinese culture could interesting some people until I came into a different cultural background. It's like like putting your own background and、um, culture in a different context, and you could sort of see it through a different lens, and then you sort of see well, you know the. Good and bad about it. <laughs> you also see, well, mainly I think I would say mainly the good about it. Of course, you do realize some parts that maybe、uh, the country, the culture you're in, is that you sort of、uh, wish that could also happen in your own country. But given different cultural contexts, maybe a di- bit difficult. For example, I do really appreciate,、um, like the sort of. Open atmosphere about. Is、um, I really love one thing I really love is that when I go on a walk in the morning, or just well maybe any time in the day, and you know, when people see each other, they talk to each other, and then like especially when it's like family with their kids, because like. When someone is walking their dogs, and then they pass by a family with the kids, and they just stopped in the middle of the road talking to each other, and that's I don't think that happens a lot in Taiwan, and I think that's one of the beautiful things that could happen, you know, between complete strangers. It's just how much you know the human connection, especially after I know in in the UK that you've you guys gone through lockdown and then. 
cut off, they're sort of feeling a bit cut off from the world. I'd say Taiwan I never actually went into like a official lockdown, but before I came to the UK, we sort of um, we also had a bit of a well mini lockdown. <laughs> so we had our most severe outbreak last year in. May, I think, yeah, it was yes, it was in May, and so we, up until that point, our lives were pretty much normal throughout. We still go to restaurant, we still go to cinema, we do sports in the park, hang out with our friends, go to school, sleep at school, <laughs> sleep through modules, sleep through lectures. Um, you go out with your friends, go to amusement parks. You could. Know, shop in supermarkets without worrying everybody else buying like taking every one single like taking each and one of the toilet rolls. You don't have to worry about you know running out of food. You don't have to hoard food in your house. And we don't we didn't have a shortage shortage of masks as well. But like after May. People, well, there's a small outbreak, so we'd have to, well, of like the previous entertainment and in cinema and like going to bookstores, we'd have to stop that, and then、um, most of the time we're spent, you know, with your family in your like flats, your house. It could feel a bit mundane, boring after a while, you know, after being through lockdown. You must know. <laughs> I'm hoping you might know, and so. It's just human connection. It's something I think sort of brought has been brought into light after this, like through this pandemic. It's just how how much should have an an impact like human connection can have like the importance it has in our life, and then just being able to talk to someone in a day would sort of help you get outside your head in a way. I think. So another listener has sent in another message. That is, what is the importance and significance of friends in your life? Well, probably because I talk about <laughs> making some friends here in the UK.、Uh, what are friends for, in your opinion? How can we be good friends? <laughs> Thank you for listening. We are the good friends.、Um, I'd say because you know human connection is really important. We are, I think, humans are social animals, so we need that human connection to. Put ourselves into context and not be judging ourselves twenty-four hours, seven like seven days a week. And I say the importance and significance of friends in my life right now is sort of like at first I really want to make friends to sort of、um, divert me from missing my friends in Taiwan, missing my family in Taiwan. But now it's just like a. Normal thing I want to do because I, I think by through doing podcasts I've grown like confidence in my own personality, my own being, like place in the world, and realizing I have so much thing I want to say to other people. I have so many things I want to share with other people, and I think it's only through friendship that we get to do that. So you give out to someone, and then that person sort of. Uh, through interaction, get also get back to you and make you realize that 
you're not alone as well as that sort of your value and your place in this huge vast wide universe i'd say that's the importance of uh friendship in my life um okay so there's still time to donate um you can donate through uh our instagram page you can access the donation link through the bio uh, the link in bio in on our instagram page but you can also uh do that through purple radio science official instagram page that is at purple underscore radio fun please donate it is a really great chance to help give back to the Durham's local community as well as um, helping women and women children facing domestic abuse this is purple radio welcome back to the live broadcast of Without a compass, we're sadly about to reach the end of the podcast. If there's anything you want to say to me, this is your last chance. So please send in more messages. I will be reading them out loud now. So let's read、uh, one of the messages. I was born during the year of the tiger. Ooh, so I make. I think that makes you twenty. Well, anything that could is the multiple of twelve. <laughs> Should I be worried about bad luck? Well, I think some people would say yes, but personally, I don't worry about that that much. So there's a term we use, not exactly superstition, but sort of like a cultural thing or like a traditional belief. So the term is. 半太岁 It's like、uh, there are twelve zodiac signs, and you know the、uh, of all the twelve animals. And when it's your year, is usually what people think that would be bad luck in general. But I think you don't need to worry about it that much because, like, nothing really bad happened to me during my own year. And I was born in the year of the dragon, so. I'll leave you to your deductions. How old I am? <laughs> um, like in in Taiwan, some people would go to you know the temples and do uh light some light candles in the temples. But um, I really I don't think you should worry too much about bad luck. It's、uh, tigers are cool, so they are signs to have. <laughs> I think. Um, another message. What has been your best memory so far, Durham? Oh, <laughs> there has been so many. Um, well, the one thing that popped into my head instantly is the day it snowed. <laughs> it's it's it never snows at all. Well, it snows really high up in the mountains, but like so thin the layer. Like you guys probably wouldn't call it snow, like proper snow. It's just ice, fluffy ice, maybe. <laughs> I think. It was so cool that that night I was in my flat, like in the flat kitchen with my flatmates, trying to cook my own dinner, and then my flatmate looked out the window and say, "It's snowing." I was like, "What?" I rushed to the window, I looked out the window, and my my sort of my jaw just went like my mouth just went cap a gap, and then my jaw this sort of bit like my jaw dropped. I was like.、Oh, No, and I, I all because all my flatmates are British, and there was 
I think they find it a bit amusing that I find snow like something so normal to them, like really, really exciting. And I think they, I can sort of see their smiles when they look at me. And I just went into my room. I, I, I stood there, and I just rushed back to my room, grabbed my coat and my scarf, and went out in the snow and like with my phone, trying to film everything. It was very cool. Like it's one of the best moments when you get to see actual snow. But that was also the night where I realized my my coat wasn't waterproof. <laughs> really bad with snow, so I went on to buy another one. And I'm really glad there was Black Friday sale going on during that time, so I got to get a a waterproof um, coat in like um twenty percent off or twenty twenty five percent off when like cheaper than than usual. And another great memory was seeing the sunrise up Observatory Hill in twenty twenty two, the first day of twenty twenty two. And I'm really glad to say, because like sunrise I think it's given the difference in altitude, is that word? Like altitude. Like you in the UK is more higher up north. So when in Taiwan, like the usual sun would be even during winter, the sun will be up before, like usually around seven, I think it wouldn't be later than than seven. Like it's like only when you decided to wake up like five in the morning would you not see the sun in general. Uh, would you see? Yeah, so. I'd, it's really quite su- not surprising because I sort of had that geographical knowledge in my head, but it's still a bit bizarre when you're actually experiencing it. So like, the in back in November, December, the sun went down when like the sunset was around three. The earliest was three thirty, and then the sunrise was nine eight thirty nine. If she got so little daylight, and that could be a bit depressing. Now, guess of why like, you guys like the sun so much? Because <laughs> like, back in Taiwan, I would be the sort of you know the typical Asian girl who had an umbrella for the sun during the, like the summer. But I say this: the sun in in Taiwan is really really strong, and the sun here is really mild. But definitely, like seeing the sunrise and after Observatory Hill in 2022, it's something I would definitely remember when I go back to Taiwan. Well, it was it was clouded, <laughs> mostly clouded during that time, but it's still very beautiful to see. Just you know, seeing the cathedral and <laughs> basically the whole of Durham, it's very beautiful. And another message. Aside from homesickness, what was the most challenging adjustment for you at Durham? <laughs> Actually, have a great, great answer. Great answer to that is the food. <laughs> like when you think about like other countries, you sort of like you can you have like Chinese food, Japanese food, Indian food, French cuisine, Italian food, um, Greek food. Even in America, you guys have burgers, right? American food, but there's no such thing as British food. <laughs> I think the most British food is—is is that even the word British food? 
that you have a、uh, full English breakfast and fish and chips. But that's it. That's it. I can't really think of any. Or maybe you know, like roast, roast dinner, roast beef, that sort of thing. But I just like it's not like a, like a huge category with many many different things in it. Like I think in the UK, it's sort of like a mixture of every culture. So you get Indian food, you get Asian food, you get、um, what else? You get so many different things. So it's really. Uh, kind of hard adjustment because I think Taiwan as a Taiwanese, I can really proudly say that we pride on our variety of from like street food to the ones you sit in a high-end restaurant and eat. I'm I'm really proud on that, and so I because I'm also really used to having rice, and I think most people here have potatoes every day, and well. Pasta, so that's one thing really hard to <laughs> adjust to. Okay, one last message. Ooh, I live in Florida, which is usually warm and humid, but it's been freezing cold here lately. You inspired me to try drinking hot water to give you one, and it's been a lifesaver. That's great to hear. Hot water is great for your body. It's great for your health. But I'm. <laughs> I also need to say that I'm accustomed to drinking hot tea now, like not just hot water, but also tea. And this has been a really, really great、uh, one hour. Thank you, everyone, who tuned in to listen. And lastly, all the music I played during this one hour is uploaded to a Spotify playlist called "Music Is My Compass." You can access it through our Without a Compass Instagram page at underscore Without a Compass. That playlist link will be launched live after this broadcast. And please, please, please remember: if you can, you can still donate to Purple Radio Thorn Women、uh, to Women in Need through the Instagram page of Purple Radio Thorn. That is at Purple underscore Radio Thorn. Thank you, everyone, who has tuned in to listen so far, and I really hope you have a great day. This is Purple Radio.
Thanks for downloading this Purple Radio podcast. For more great content and to listen live, head to purpleradio.co.uk.